Tony and Mad Max show, 10, 12 a.m. Mm-hmm. How's your morning going so far? I'm assuming you just woke up a few minutes ago. <laughs> oh, like like a half hour ago, maybe. Half hour? <clears throat> yeah. I literally woke up as soon as you texted me the first yo, time. Yo, I don't, I don't sleep late anymore. I'm not like that anymore. I used to sleep until like 11 o'clock. Forget that. It's still like unhealthy. I'm not doing that anymore. Well, how's it unhealthy? <laughs> it's like not like it's like so much of your day is just like it's just zapped. <laughs> You're starting your day like 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 three four hours at four three four hours later than everybody else. You're exactly right. Less stuff to do, man. Yeah, I agree with you. I remember last week you said, hey, now you can enjoy your day. That's why I like getting up early on Saturdays now, even though it's a little difficult, but we're adjusting, we're managing here. I am managing, if you want to be more precise, but we have a lot to talk about today. You're oh, yeah. to play tonight, game seven. Yep. Oh my goodness. At least it's in Brooklyn. At least it's at home. Probably the biggest game in the history of the entire franchise tonight. I mean, like, they said that game five was probably the biggest win in franchise history <laughs> so far. This is the biggest game. It's This is winner take all, man. Game seven. I haven't been in like a game seven or game, like one of those like winner take all type games since last year, game five of the, of the, of the ALDS, the Yankees and Rays. And that was a game five. That wasn't a game seven. The last game seven. Um, whew, last game seven. It could have been the Yankees and Astros in 2017. I think that was the last game seven that like really mattered to me. The Nets were in a game seven a while ago, back in 2012. Remember that year when the, I think it was the year it when the, the Knicks. With the Knicks, yeah. The year when the Knicks beat the Celtics and they lost to the Pacers. I think that same, I think that same postseason, the Nets played the Bulls in the first round and they got beaten seven games. And game seven was in Brooklyn. So, like, I didn't see who was, who was on that Bulls team. But I think Derrick Rose was still on that Bulls team. Yes, he was. And, and Noah and like, Thibodeau was the coach. So Back when Noah was good, not when he got yeah, to the Knicks. <laughs> yeah, back when he was, like, presentable, an NBA player. At yeah. least showed up to play. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that was the last time. These, these, these moments don't really come around as much, man. Like, what? I said the Yankees last year, game five, they still lost. Game seven of for, for the Yankees 2017 football. I mean, the Giants went to went to the playoffs in 2016. They got beat by the Packers. Like there's there's been nothing since. Hockey, I, I have been rooting for the for the um for the Islanders. Oh, I, I have been too, and I hate the Tampa Bay Lightning. Can they just go away? I mean, this they're is always, the they're, they're always they're always there. Man. Yeah, they're I hate really- them. I hate them. I, out of all the hockey teams, I hate. I think I hate them the most because, you know, even though you're, a, I'm a Ranger fan, you kind of have to hate the Islanders. But you know, I've been going for them because the Rangers have lost to the Lightning in the playoffs. 
It's forget, all the Islanders. Forget, that's, forget that's the, that team. That's what they lost to last year, and here we go again. Yep, and now the Isles are down 2-1. Um, I think game four is in, is, is in the Coliseum, so hopefully they'll tie up the series there. Because but apparently you know, the Jets are the main attraction at these Islander games. Have you seen Dan Feeney with his beer chucking? <laughs> oh my God! All the Jets are the ball. You know what? Hope they're establishing some sort of camaraderie. Hope they're understanding. You know the fact that they're going to be going to war real soon. You know, as training camps open <laughs> up next, war. next next month. You know, are they doing NFL preseason? They got to be doing. They got to be. That's the, I think they did shorten it because of the seventeen game season, but. But it's coming up, dude. You know, Jets Panthers coming up real soon. Yeah, Darnold's real revenge soon. game. Donald's yeah, Darnold's like three hundred and fifty passing yard game, three <laughs> touchdown performance. Two of them, two of them, the freaking Robbie Anderson. Yeah, fifty yards down the field, coming for that. Have you been reading the papers this week in which what Robbie Anderson's been saying that, oh, this guy, Sam Darnold, has a different type of energy? I think it's because he's away from the Jets. Any chance or any opportunity that Robbie Anderson has to take a crap on the Jets, he just does it willingly. Well, dude, this 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 was a guy that after after a touchdown went up to the cameras and was saying, please vote for me to go to go to the damn Pro Bowl. You're in the <laughs> middle of the game. Don't talk about the Pro Bowl, man. Remember that? I remember that. Because he was like, uh, vote for me to go to a Pro Bowl, please. Remember? <laughs> yeah, please. Like, come on. Get the hell out of here with that nonsense. Yeah. And not to mention the fact that, yes, I get it. Joe Douglas did misinterpret his market he did and joe douglas stinks he doesn't make a trade to save this franchise's life and that's going to be an issue too i just don't i hope that they actually did call up atlanta about uh, about julio man because i get that he has like a ton of money and he's kind of injury prone and i wonder how much how much cap space the jets really had left yeah from all like the random free agent signs that they did, but it, can they at least give give them a call? Yeah, it, it's hey, I'm right on that board with you. I just don't see. I don't see the Jets say if they called them. I just don't see it at all. I don't. I don't believe it because they didn't make the call to Stefan Diggs. They didn't make the call to DeAndre Hopkins. What makes me think of they're going to be calling for Julio? I don't see it. And and you know what? They should be calling for Zach Ertz. Don't see it. I don't see it. Apparently, they're going to be locking down the offensive lineman from the Redskins that was released, Moses. Oh, yeah, Moses, yeah. Let's see um, them get that finalized for a multi-year. Then we could finally say that the, that the offensive line is set for years to come. But how about the tight end? They still need a tight end. They still need a true number one wide receiver and a backup quarterback for that offense. And most importantly, which we bring up every show, and we've been bringing it up since the freaking season, was where's their quarterbacks? Are we going to sign Richard Sherman? Well, I just heard that they're actually going to go into the year with just the with just whatever on their depth. Chart. Oh, great, great! Just mediocre and rookies with no experience. Why not? Why not? Bryce Hall left and right at camp by Elijah Moore. They're saying Elijah Moore is a stud. Maybe he's the next Keyshawn Johnson for this team. Who knows? But he's looking good. Zach Wilson's shining in camp. Well, we should have to wait and see, man. Maybe someone someone will, will surprise us. 
<laughs> training camp is not that far away. And you know what? Jets need some. They they need some breaks. They need somebody to just come out of nowhere here. Because as things are looking, the Jets have the weakest roster in the in the um, AFC East. It's not oh, we know close. that. The Patriots signed signed great talent. They too have a young, young, exciting quarterback. And they still have Belichick. The Dolphins have a talented quarterback in Tua. Mike Gesicki, Devontae Parker. They still have, you know, people that could play. And nice talent here and there. And the Bills, the Bills. Like yeah, we can't forget about them. So <laughs> So I don't know where the Jets really stack up. They I think they really stack up in last place. If you're talking about who has more talent, it's the Jets are the lowest and the Bills are the highest. It, somebody somebody's gotta come out of training camp opening up eyeballs here. Cause the last thing you really want is to be where you were in 2018, where you had Darnold come in his rookie year and you had no idea what was going to happen. You really didn't. I mean, people were excited, but like the, the, there was the, the expectations were were still kind of were still kind of shitty. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were. And Darnold was a terrible quarterback at that. And we'll, we'll see if he proves us all wrong this year when he goes to Carolina with this new energy that Robbie Anderson says, which is a big joke in my opinion. But and that's what I was saying when they were about when they were going to draft Zach Wilson. I'm like, you know that you're just turning back the clock three, three, four years ago. There's nothing like progressing ahead here. Wait. So you're saying we should have kept Darnold? No, you had to get rid of this guy. Well, I opened up – well, I only made it a suggestion that if you kept Darnold, then your quarterback position was settled. And all you had to do was just draft a big-time playmaker or – Kyle Pitts. Or another very important position that – another important position that has a hole in it with, with the number two pick. And you would have been, I think, in a, in a much better spot. I don't That's know. I, I think you just had to get cut, Sam. I just, you know how I feel about that guy. That it, it was just time to cut cut him. Um, I was never a big fan of Sam Darnold. It was time for him to go. See a pal, and if he does well in Carolina, I'm not going to regret it at all. See ya. Oh, like, no. and, and you shouldn't regret it because no. Matt Rule, because you know, Matt Matt Rule, you know, has will 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 we'll have found something out here. So we'll see what happens in week one. But man, like, so the Sixers kept their playoff, like, lives. Yeah, last night. Pushed it to a game seven. Game seven. And and the Clippers, first time ever. Yep, down 25 points. First time ever they're going to the Western Conference Finals. Unreal. Here we thought, and here's all, all the Laker fans. Are they, these Laker fans, you gotta be kidding me with these people. Yeah, <laughs> Bray already trashing the Clippers, how, how they're not really a part of the city. It's like if people were talking about relocating to like to like to Seattle, like can the team like play? Can the games be played here? You know, social media is one of the most toxic, most cancerous places in the entire world. 
you just see all this all this nonsense this bullshit being thrown around by people like oh you're not not really a part of the city oh my god like you're never gonna have like a lebron figure oh you're just terrible they're still in it yeah and they have paul george and Kawhi leonard even though Kawhi Leonard's injured. Kawhi, I don't know how Kawhi Long will be out. Yeah. No, I, if it's an ACL thing, man, that's... that's see you next year. Yeah, pretty much. But, hey, if Paul George put it up, Terrence Mann had, like, had 39 points. Career you know, night. Career night. They did a really, really good job in this series, the Clippers. They've been so resilient. How about the three-pointers in the second half this with this team? Just knocking them down, man, and that's the key. That's the key, and that's what's been killing Brooklyn. The pat and game—that's what killed Brooklyn in games three, four, and six. Shots just weren't going down, and that's the key. To—that's the key to, to, to today's NBA. If you're knocking down your threes, you're golden. You can't win with just post ups and like you know, like little like fifteen footers because you got to drain threes here. Yeah, you do. And like the Knicks with their mid-range game, Julius Randle could make a three to save his life in the series against the Hawks. But and that's what um, killed them. Yeah, that's what killed them. And meanwhile, Trey Young, Bogdanovich. Yeah, they're all so shooting threes from all the place. Yeah, knocking down threes all, all over all, all over the perimeter. Talk about Bogdanovich in this series. He's really <laughs> going uh, in flop mode. Who? Bogdanovich. He's going in the flop mode here. Oh my goodness! But well, I feel like everybody is. There's there's a lot of like people that are like trying to push for fouls and stuff because they know that they know that that the refs are like inept, so they'll just call anything. That's what happens when the reputation of the officials goes goes down the drain. Now the players start to take advantage of that, and, and people wonder he, why is he doing that. Well, he knows that that ref is not going to have a good sense of judgment. So why should he, like, not take advantage? I need your opinion on the net game at the ending when they were giving all the fouls to the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, well, that's another thing, too, man, about key about keys of winning in the NBA. I feel like if your team just gets most of the fouls called for you, like, you're just going like, to just, you're just gonna win. That's crazy. No doubt and about it. In, and, and it's the same thing in football, too. Although football eh, football is a little different because I feel like in football, if you get a lot of penalties called on you, I think most of the time it's just on your team being like being non-prepared and just being bad. Like holding penalties, PIs, stuff like that, false starts, it that's mostly on the team like the the refs the, the the refs will usually use their best judgment on that roughing the pass or another one too terrible for a team terrible and we've seen that for many teams especially the team that wears green yeah the roughing the passers <laughs> oh my god stop they stop the offense on like third and on like on like third and 12 up roughing the passer 15 yards first down (laughs) there goes the flag here we go there goes the flag every time every every jet game whenever there's a flag thrown i'm like i'm like who is it yeah it's so bad and they say you know what and that's on coaching 
Yeah. Hopefully, this, hopefully, hopefully this guy Salah gets these guys prepared, teaches them. You don't commit if you commit a foul. There's going to be repercussions. Yeah. Oh, then he should. He should teach that. Even though you're still weary about Salah, you really want to see this guy perform. We say it every week. August, man. Let's see. Let's see the preseason. Yeah, and then and then you can make your judgments then. But I mean, the Nets. PJ Tucker is someone that you just despise. <laughs> I texted you that. Yeah, he's been uh, he's been playing like he's been playing really good defense on KD. Man, like, you gotta give him that. You know? Can you say it's been dirty defense? Has he been rough? Yeah, but basketball is a very is a very physical game. He's playing rough and tough. He knows what he has to do. Chris Middleton's so, your Trey Young. Always been draining them. Yeah, all the three pointers. This guy doesn't just doesn't go away. Man, oh man. I, I don't agree with Steve Nash pulling them with near close to five minutes left on the clock. Can you at least try to go more one more run? Like well, five minutes? The score of the game. What was the score of the game? I think what were they because what did the what did the Nets lose by exactly? I think they lost by like eleven. Lost by eleven. So there you go. They were only down by eleven. I know, but like, dude, I think he saw like shots weren't going in. The Bucks were at home. You know, the crowd's going crazy. It's just not really worth it. Yeah, I think KD and Harden were. They played a lot of minutes the last two games, but. And you said Harden's not a hundred percent. No, and Kyrie is still out with with, with a sprained ankle. Yeah. Um, Hopefully he comes back soon. Hopefully, if I want this team to advance really bad, so that we can at least see. But oh my God, dude! How about Crazy. KD? How about KD knocking down Giannis so he wouldn't get dunked on? That's why I texted you. I was like, "This guy's such a cupcake," because look at Rudy Gobert. This guy's been getting dunked on left and right. Rudy Gobert. I mean, Rudy Gobert. Talk about like defensive about- player of the year, and he give back that trophy. <laughs> that trophy man last night i mean rudy gobert is not is not the only person that fall for that jazz team but talk about not showing up i think his plus minus was like i think minus say minus 27 mm-hmm. i think either bad. 27 or 24 yeah bad 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 joe ingles couldn't couldn't lay down a shot like there goes the number one seed gone like that Donovan Mitchell, man, he gave it all. He gave it his all. He did. He and here's the thing. He he um uh, could have been a Nick. Yeah, he could, of course, but you know you had to draft Frank uh, Nilakina. Yeah, Frank Nilakina, who's just garbage, takes up a roster spot. That's the thing about the Knicks too. They have some big time adjustments to make with these players that they've drafted over the years. I'm talking Frank Nilakina, Kevin Knox, dump those two trolls. And then you bring and then you got Mitchell Robinson. Uh, this guy, I think you could trade him if you're the next because it shows, hey, we didn't need him. He was injured all year. Trade that guy. He's weak. I just uh, he ca- causes but how much value miles. does he have on how much value does he have on the market? I don't know. It depends if there's a team that may need a center and they may see some value in him but there's been trade talks going around the league recently that i'm not going to buy into it because i'm a knicks fan i'm, not, I'm just not going to do it at this point but damian lillard's been the name that's been brought up zion apparently is very unhappy in new orleans or already and he's been talking yeah. about wanting to team up with rj for his whole career and play for the knicks and we remember that press conference when the pelicans played the knicks and he was smiling talking about playing in the garden 
Yeah, well, they just fired their head coach. Teams in disarray, pretty much. They have talent, but like their 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 structure is so shot. They just keep firing coaches. If I and if they, I am Zion, do you think that hey, I, I should go to the Knicks? I say, why not? Why not? But like, who are the Knicks going going to trade? They may have to give up a pick and. I mean, if the, if the Pelicans are in rebuild mode, you could probably give them Mitchell Robinson and a few, a few guys on these roster. Pretty, I, I, I think so, too. I, will, I think so, too. I, there's, no, there's no excuses anymore because now the Knicks are in the playoffs. You have a reputation with Tom Thibodeau. You have, a, you have Julius Randle on the team. You have good players, Manuel Quickly, R.J. Barrett. O.B. Toppin still needs to really maximize his potential here eventually. So the Knicks are heading in the right direction. No more excuses with these star players. Dolan was quiet this year. No excuses. There's no excuse that you can make to say, oh, I don't want to come to New York. If you don't want to come to New York, you're a soft cupcake like that man in Brooklyn. That's uh-huh. it. You just don't want the big, big time spotlight in New York. And that's all it is. And it, you know what? It's, it's time now. Nick's got to make a big trade, whether it's for Lillard, whether it's for Zion. They need a point guard in the worst way. It, it, I'm done with the excuses. Let's get the star player in here now. Now. Couldn't agree more, man. It's what the Knicks need. That was the one thing that they were missing in, in, in that playoff series. If they had Damian Lillard, see a, see a tray, there would we'd be we'd make in the second round. They would have matched those threes that Trey was hitting from the yes. logo. It yeah. wouldn't have, <laughs> it, it wouldn't have been as one sided as it was. And those yeah. games in Atlanta, my goodness. And the Knicks pride themselves on defense, and the defense just completely gave out. Yeah. And Randall was tired as hell. Like, they need a go-to. Go-to score. Damian Lillard sounds like that to me. Damian Lillard. Hey, you know what? He wanted Jason Kidd as, as the coach. Jason Kidd outwardly said no, which I think, which I find weird. I guess he just didn't want to, like, you know, you don't like him as a coach anyway. You established yeah, that last ew, year. Ew, right. I don't like Jason. <laughs> He's a bastard. He's a ba- <laughs> you hate that guy as a coach. Talk about a waste of space, Jason Kidd. You, call, you called him a snake. You said he's a snake. He is. He is. <laughs> he wanted to trade Joe Johnson for like for like Larry Sanders. He wanted, to, <laughs> he, he wanted to restructure the entire net organization under his, uh, under his vision. It was terrible. Guy's a freaking tyrant. God damn, but is there anything else you wanted to get into today? Anything How like about the Mets? The, yeah, man, they just keep winning. They lost the last two games. The offense didn't really show up. Horrible. But. Lindor is just what a waste of money this far. This guy is not performing. Your team's in first place, and you're still going after. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> you know what? My team is stuck in third place. We have no, we have hardly any offense, and we're looking up to two teams here. Your team's well, in first place. Hold on a minute. You did the same thing when you ranted about your Nets a few months ago about getting players at the trade deadline. I was like, you have all the stars already. You have Harden, Katie, even and Kyrie, even though they weren't playing at the time. I was like, I'm you sure have these players. Fired. Come playoff time, I said, they're probably going to be in it. And But Kyrie isn't. And Harden's still not 100%. So, 
No, but the Mets they have to they have to really get it together in these last two games with the with the bats. They cannot hit this team. This team needs to make a trade before the trade deadline for a bat. They really do. For a bat, not for a bat. They, 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 I think they're going to go after pitching. To be quite honest with you, because Syndergaard's not coming back till probably September. I, Carrasco maybe, has a maybe the Mets hit. get two players. Maybe they get a bat and maybe they get a pit. Who knows? But they did because we're seeing a lack of offense in these games, like these past two games. Yeah. How do you? I think, but that's mostly from like injuries, man. Like McNeil and Conforto are on their way back, man. They were just playing in Double A. Um, they're coming back. You know, it's not – once the lineup fills out with the regulars, then you can start seeing some consistency. So that's why I think a pitcher is the next thing that they're going to go after because Carrasco hasn't thrown a pitch and Syndergaard is not coming back until September. And the pitching has been holding its own for a little bit here, but the, the – you know – they're not running away with the East right now. No. You want to put you want to put pedal to the metal here because the Braves, I'm telling you, man, the Braves, they're one streak away. They really are. That's easier said than done, though, because the Braves are they're they're in disarray too with injuries. So hey, you know what? July, July 31st is really not that far away. No, it's not. So we'll get a much better picture as to what the Mets or even the Yankees are going to want to get because apparently the Yankees are going to be buying. So I don't know what that's going to be like. You got to be very heated about that Yankee team. What a disappointment this year. It's beyond, man. It's beyond. Although some people kind of saw it coming. In some respects, I kind of saw it coming too. You say goodbye to Aaron Boone at the end of the year? If they don't make the playoffs, yeah, he's gone. Yankee fans have and been calling for with him with day one. Oh, I remember. I remember. But, again, we've, we've got a long ways to go. The Yankees really aren't that buried either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you would expect them to be buyers. And we'll see what's going to be available because I really don't know. But so who do you so Nets Bucks tonight? Who do you um? How are you feeling? Like who are you looking towards here? Uh, you know I you know I'm going for the Bucks. <laughs> you know that, but oh hey, my god! You know if if I if, see your freaking Nick gear on, man, you're freaking trying to like raise the you're trying to raise the spirits. Yeah, well. If the Nets win, I told you, I the, the Hawks beat the beat the Knicks this year. How can I go for the Hawks? Like, how can I go for that team? Well, the Hawks would still would still have to win Game Seven. Yeah, they would. But I'm saying, if they do, how can I go for that team? You know, if they uh, end they up playing can. the Nets, I get what you mean. Like, I can't go for the I can't go for the Hawks. Yeah, you got oh. the Suns playing the Clippers, and then you, you right now we're still waiting for the East to sort it all out. We got Game Seven here tonight. I think. To be honest, I think the Nets should win, but the Bucs are a tough team. You know, you said that. That's the, the way I've been thinking all week. That's what I've been thinking. Like, Joe Harris has to friggin' show up because Joe <laughs> Harris is not, has been a non-fact this whole series. Shots got to be put down, man, and people got to, like, do their thing, you know? I said this series would go six or, six or seven games. 
It's going seven. I do. I, I do have. I do think that in the grand scheme of things, the Nets should find a way to pull it out here. But it's all going to depend on certain things. Mm-hmm. One of them being Joe Harris. Yeah. <laughs> That's actually all I got to say. Joe Harris, KD, blocking Middleton, blocking Giannis, stuff like that. Do what they can do, man. So I'm scared, <laughs> nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Just like how you probably were before before game one of the Knicks and Hawks <clears throat> or game two. Oh, no, I wasn't nervous because I thought the Knicks were going to win that series, but I was wrong. Talk what about, about game Randall- five. Game five, I I had a feeling that the Hawks were going to win. I wasn't nervous. I just flat out call it like it is. Mm-hmm. I just because I could tell by their body language. Yep. But you know, we'll see what happens tonight, man. Steve, Steve I don't appreciate Stephen A. Smith's comments. Talk about a fake Knicks fan. This guy calling Katie the greatest basketball to to put on a New York uniform. Give me a break. He hasn't even won anything. Can he win something? Hmm. Well, we'll again, it's all show and tell. You know what I'm saying? I guess KD has proven more in four months than freaking Ewing did in his whole career or Willis Reed. Or how about mm-hmm. Jason Kidd when he was on the Nets? We forget about that. No, kid didn't really win anything either. No, no, he didn't. But it, he he made the he made the team good. He was he was he was their shining star. Yeah. But best two words in sports, man. Game seven tonight. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. But um, fingers crossed. Fingers are crossed. So, so let's do our socials, man. So my um, Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram or Twitter at The Real Max, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Once again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here, Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. Subscribe to the channel. Go check it out on my website, maxcoglin.com, as well as all the podcasting platforms that's out there iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Spotify, you name it, we are there. Stitcher, Podbean, we're on all the podcasting platforms. And Tony could say the final words. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I know that some places don't really require masks, but if they do, wear your mask. Stay safe, people. Wash your hands. Don't be on top of everybody. And when it's your time to get the vaccine, get the shot. This is our shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So enjoy the rest of your weekend, guys. So long. So long.